Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. And joining us from the March for Life is uh, one former abortion worker from the state of Alabama. Her name is Sarah Eubanks. Uh, She has worked with the uh, organization called And Then There Were None. That's uh, Abby Johnson's group. Uh, And she joins us from the March for Life. Uh, Sarah, thank you for being here. What's the turnout like? Thank you for having me, Kevin. It's it's a good turnout. I was hoping it would be bigger. Um, The weather's gorgeous. The spirits are very, very high. There's been a couple of... um, pro-choice protesters, but their little groups are quite disorganized, and ours are strong and proud, and we've, we've got this today. Now, in years past, um, well, in fact, since Roe v. Wade uh, went into effect, uh, the March for Life protests have drawn more people to Washington, D.C. than any other single subject uh, protests uh, or series of protests in the history of the country. Normally, it's at least 100,000 people or so. What are, what are you guessing estimates look like today? Um, I would say, I mean, it, it probably isn't too far from that. I've been, able, I've been able to walk around a little bit and see, you know, things. Um, it definitely wasn't as big as when Trump was here in 2020. Well, there's going to be, spoke. yeah, there's going to be the, a natural uh, kind of <laughs> fall off from there. But let me ask you, um, what is the tone of the uh, people that are there, given that this is the first observance after Dobbs? And what is the real strategy? What are people saying uh, they're, they're going to be focusing on now? Well, one thing that uh, people are talking about more is the abortion clinics that are open, really focusing on being out on the sidewalks and being a positive influence and reaching out to the current abortion workers and just trying to find a, a, a way to reach them so that they can see that there is a better life for them than working in the abortion clinic and that we are here to help them. Yeah. And, and that's I, the real that's have, the real focus of what yeah. and then there were none have has been all about since Abby uh, started it. Uh, what what is what has been your experience uh, in in doing that? You have counseled and talked with women. What's you know, how successful uh, is it when you actually get a woman to be honest about what she thinks about the job that she's doing? That's the hard part is is trying to get somebody to be honest with it. Because if you're not ready to face the truth with it, it's, it the healing process is going to take longer for you. But I yeah. do feel like that the success that we've seen is that they have a bit of freedom in their life, in their mental capacity, and just in their soul. Because what you're doing, you're literally, you know, in the clinic, you're surrounded by death. And that's just nothing but despair. And so when you finally have that freedom, it's just a great relief. And one of the nice things, and then there were none, is there are licensed counselors to be able to reach out and talk with. There's healing retreats. So there's ways that 
you mentally, physically, financially, whatever help that you need, we're here to help and show you to have that there's a better life than what you currently have now. Yeah. What was your own personal story, Sarah? How did you come to work with them? With, and then there were nine? Yes. I, I, I worked in my local abortion clinic in the early 90s, and I was still extremely pro-choice when I left. The reason I left, we had some uh, protesters on the sidewalk. The administrator wanted them arrested, and so when the police came, I signed the arrest papers because she didn't want to, which means I had to go to court, and my name was all over everything. And I brought a lot of publicity, and she didn't like having that at the clinic because the last thing you want in an abortion clinic is a news station standing out there. So I just left. I said, if this is the way it's going to be, I just quit. And a few years later, a friend invited me to their church, and I went to church for two years, and finally God got through my thick skull that he loved me. And it wasn't just love for you or your neighbor, but it was for me, and that what Jesus did was also for me. And so that just, I turned my life over to Christ and accepted him as my Lord and Savior, and that in itself gave me freedom, but I still carried a lot of guilt and shame for my abortion and then other, the other abortions when I worked inside the clinic. Huh. And um, I reached out to a friend who guided me to go through surrendering the secret to heal from my abortion. And she asked me, that facilitator asked me if I knew Abby Johnson. And I assumed she was local. And I said, no, does she go to your church? And she said, no, she was a Planned Parenthood director and she's now pro-life. And I said, you mean there's people like me out there? She said, oh my gosh, yes. And I went to my first healing retreat with Abby in 2014, and so I've been a part of the ministry since then. And just through their guidance and everything, I'm able to be free. I know I keep using that word, but there's just this beautiful freedom when you right. let go of any kind of shame and guilt from darkness that you've had in your life. And I'm just so grateful for everything that I have now to where I'm able to speak about things, and I just hope if I can just help one person, then it's just worth it to me. Certainly, certainly. Well, that's inspiring, uh, Sarah, and I'm hopeful that uh, other people will hear your story and continue to respond. Um, I, I, I would really like to see uh, some really good strategies coming up uh, from the, 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 the new version of the pro-life movement now in post Dobbs era, there's you know some strategic states that need to be targeted. I, I certainly uh, host from one in New York. We have uh, four zip codes that have uh, more abortions than babies born each year, and that's uh, a tragedy. And we need we need all the help we can get uh, here in New York. But California and a handful of other places are even doing uh, abortion tourism now, where they'll they'll fly you in and pay your bills to have your abortion. Uh, it seems insanely. Uh, wrong and evil, but it is the uh, it is the world that we're living in, and I'm just grateful for people like you and, and everyone that's out there fighting the good fight. And it just makes me sad to know that there's still so much darkness out there, and I do want to say thank you for your support, because that means a lot to me. We had, um, I, I'm part of a documentary that Abby worked on, and it's coming out this year. It's called She Was Stronger. So right. it shows uh, me and Adrian and Nayeli, and it's a 35-minute documentary, and it w- that's going to change people's hearts and minds. And a lot of people see abortion workers as these evil demons, and we're not. We were just lost and didn't understand the concept of everything, you know? And 
And um, there's just so much peace when there's life. When yeah. when there's life, there's no lies. It's just all, when I was pro-choice, I just had all of these lies behind everything. I would talk hesitant women that were at the abortion clinic, and they're like, I just really don't want to do this, and I talked them into it. Oh. And that's something I lived with for a long time to think about there could have been a baby born, <laughs> you know, yeah. but no. No, I Sarah, but uh, God is redeeming God is redeeming those things now in your life, and so we're grateful. Thank you for checking in with us today. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. There she goes. She's marching along with uh, tens of thousands of others, and you know what? The media won't cover it. They just, they'll just ignore it. They'll say, uh, not much happened here today, and it's, it's, it's exactly the opposite of that, and, and glad it is. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity.